Welcome to Drama with a Side of Kimchi podcast, Queen of Mystery, Season 1 and 2, Go Head to Head. I'm Drama Geek. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Katie Drama Jen. And I'm Carrie the Mockney. A few quick things before we get started. We plan to cover all kinds of dramas, Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and of course K-dramas. And with all of those countries to cover, we hope you'll understand if we stumble over pronunciations sometimes. We're always trying to improve, but it's a work in progress. As are our podcasts. We'll do our best to improve as we go while sharing our love of Asian dramas. We love blogging about them, but behind the scenes we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. So this is K-Muse, and we have such a fun topic today to discuss. Uh, A lot of our readers and listeners know that last month we all binge-watched Queen of Mysteries Season 1. We all had a lot of fun commenting about that. We tweeted it. We talked about it to death. And so we decided that we're going to share our love of that with you, as well as our feelings on how that connects in with season two, which we just recently started. And so we're going to compare the two seasons. And I'll say that I got into, this is Carrie the Mockney. I got into Queen of Mystery. I actually saw the trailer for it before I even knew that the fangirls existed because I love crime procedurals and police dramas, and this looked like the perfect combination from a Korean viewpoint. And I just didn't have the time to to get started with it. And it's so much different than what I expected, because from my American perspective, you know, I was expecting the one-shot mystery in the episode that would be solved and everybody would be smart and focused and there would be dramatic music, and it really wasn't like that. And it was delightfully different and just offbeat. I really appreciate that Sol Oak is so smart. There were a few times where she could have fallen flat on her face and just made an absolute fool of herself. But instead, she pulled herself out of situations and she was always able to think through to the correct answer to the mystery. And it was fascinating to watch her and to watch the respect that Detective Ha has for her just grow. And the banter between her and Detective Ha makes me stick around because I love how those two treat each other. So I'm going to agree with you on the whole smart thing. Um, I really appreciated that so many of the characters were smart and intelligent. And not only the Ajima characters, but also all the cops were smart. And those of you who know me and know my uh, styles of dramas know that I hate dumb cops. I hate when... Every cop is either stupid or crooked, except for the lead, who's like this genius maverick, and he's going to solve it all, and everyone else is just a moron and can't see past, you know, their nose. It really bugs me, and so I really appreciated how smart all the characters were. And again, you know, I love the banter. I felt that it was a great drama to kind of show an Ajima character as someone other than just the housewife. And I think it did that really well. This is um, Drama Geek. I totally agree with that. I, as growing up, I would watch um, Nancy Drew, not watch. I would read (laughs) Nancy Drew and sometimes Hardy Boys, but mostly Nancy Drew. And I've also loved Sherlock and I love mystery. I'm always the person sitting there trying to figure out who did it you know, five steps before the police do. And um, so I really love that um, the female lead is the one that 
figures things out a lot, you know, before everybody else does. And, and the cops aren't dumb, but there are some moments, and I know you guys remember me <laughs> messaging, and I'm like, okay, so Detective Hot, like, he's not stupid. I won't say that, but I do think sometimes I'm like, how does he an ace detective that everybody's talking about? I don't really <laughs> see his ace part of it, but but he he's not dumb. He has his gut feelings. He follows them. He smell. He's <laughs> I smell something fishy. But you know, <laughs> he does um do that. But, but the thing I think I liked about the first season or that I that that really made me love the um dynamic of it was the um side characters and how the main the main Ajama she pulls everybody in and kind of has her um has them whether they want to or not help her solve these crimes. And so you have the dynamic of the police officers trying to solve the same crime that they are and they're, you know, pulling out their neighborhood map and you know, logging in all where the panties are, <laughs> the panty <laughs> thieves are and so I really liked that aspect and that's I think one of the reasons I loved the show was 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 that part of it. Well, and I liked that they didn't dumb down the cops because right. they were solving the crime too in right. their own way. They were. And at the same time, our ragtag group was also bringing in their own qualities, their own strengths mm-hmm. and combining them and looking at it at a different light. So it wasn't that one was dumb, one was smart. Right. It was just like two different halves the of the same coin, you know. And Agreed. so it's really well done. The writer did a great job in that. And uh, it's unusual to find a crime drama with quite that um, quality. Mm-hmm. I really loved season one. I was sucked in because everybody else was watching it. Um, hmm, that's sort of the story of my life lately. <laughs> Peer pressure. <laughs> it's what I do. Um, but, exactly. But I do love that uh, she was such a smart female lead. Very unique, the way she used deductive reasoning to figure things out. And then she had kind of her own kind of charisma, the way she, like Jenny was saying, how she would kind of draw those neighborhood people to her. Um, And she kind of had her own little band of merry men or merry people um, that I just really appreciated. And so, and I, I did enjoy her banter with Detective Ha. I loved her friendship with her friend at the um, lunchbox store. Um, so, yeah, I found season one was just just really quirky and fun. So as far as season two, I have only watched the first two episodes, so I don't have a lot to say about the pros of this particular season yet. Uh, but what I like so far is that there is sort of a, different element of romance between um, Solok and Detective Ha, and that was kind of a welcome change, especially now that the despicable husband is out of the picture. (laughs) Uh, So I'm looking forward. I know everybody else has seen like many more episodes than I have, so I'm interested to hear what they have to say today. Well, and I'm happy, this is Carrie the Mockney again, I'm happy that the banter is back because I was kind of missing that, that little gap that we had between our binge watch of Queen of Mystery 1 and the beginning of season 2. I was missing that banter because there's something unique about the way that Detective Ha and Solo interact because it's more than just romance. They're just so comfortable with each other and the way they work together and you know that they're kind of thinking along the same wave, same wavelengths. <laughs> you see that a lot. Well, at the end of season one, when they when they gather the community together to find that yeah. thief, 
And he finally is starting to chug along and arrive at the same conclusions that she is. And I think they've kind of carried that on here. And they've definitely built up the respect that he has for her and her ability. I also like that they handled the cast change pretty well. They didn't just drop the storylines, but they actually kind of gave a good reason for the characters to be moving in and out of this second season. And so it gives them not exactly closure, but continuity. So even though they're not there, we know that they didn't just disappear into thin air. Well, for the most part. (laughs) Except the husband. (laughs) Well, that's okay. He can disappear. I didn't like him. I like that they kept the mom, that she did that little cameo in the first episode. And she still wished that that was her daughter-in-law kind of thing. Because I think the connection with the mother-in-law was one of my favorites in season one. Mm -hmm. Um, It was well done. Absolutely. But I also appreciate that Solok's community is expanding and that not all the mysteries revolve around her immediate family. I think that's a definite positive to season two. Uh, One of the things I loved about uh, season two so far is I'm really liking the side characters. As you said, they introduced them really well. Um, They all have their own unique quirks, uh, positives and negatives. And I love especially his new... Is it lieutenant or detective or whatever the, the he's the lead of the team? He's I don't the know lead what his of title the team. Is, but he's his, he's anyway, team I leader. love this actor, and he comes in and he you think he's all serious and everything, and then you find out he's writing a novel and he forces everyone to um, read his novel and give him critiques and everything, and and he'll have this dramatic moment, and you're seeing that oh. He's talking about whether he should kill off one of his characters or not. He's not talking about a crime. And that's just like, just, oh, I love his character. But his other characters as well. Like there's a really quirky morgue technician that we just suddenly um, had come up. And he's like kind of his ego tops Detective Haas. And you know Detective Haw thinks he's pretty hot stuff. Um, I still don't understand why, but yes, <laughs> he does think he's hot stuff. And he does. I've he only does. seen like five because I I'm four and a half episodes, so I've only seen like five minutes of this guy. He's the guy. He he's the actor who plays the bad guy in Tunnel, the, yes. the present day yes. bad guy in Tunnel. But now he's a brilliant morgue technician who's all about. He teaches all the classes on how to detect all this stuff, and he's written books and all this stuff and he he's just very quirky he he'll like kick people out of the morgue or just won't answer the door and answer their questions if he doesn't like them and so he's very unprofessional in that way but he's funny and so i can appreciate his character um and one of the other things that i have really enjoyed i like the romance i like how they're a different level of comfortable with each other now. Um, you know, it was very comfortable to watch them move in together. It's comfortable to see them kind of banter and not know if they're flirting back or flirting with each other. And there's confusion. Um, one of my favorite scenes so far is his coworker calls her Ajima and he starts screaming at the guy for calling her Ajima and blah, blah. And she just looks at him and she's like, that's what you call me too. And he's <laughs> like, his but, name. It, but his it's name. different. <laughs> it's <his> special name. <laughs> so it's just cute how there's a comfort zone that they have crossed. And they're definitely, whether they're not a romantic couple yet, they're definitely a couple. Right. So I like that. 
I would have to say this is drama geek. I would have to say that that's probably, I, I feel like most of that, um, their relationship and the banter and, and just the feeling of season one has transferred over into season two. And I am uh, the, I like that he almost feels more dependent on her this season than she does on him. Like, of course, she still wants to solve crimes and everything, but I don't think he knows what to do anymore. Like, how do I solve a crime if, well, if he's always so not it, there? He's always excited when she gets sucked in. Right. Or, if, or he'll leave, like, little hints like, ooh, dead body, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, so, I mean, that's, for me, that's probably my favorite part is that they've done pretty well at transitioning um, into... The, the, their new roles and the the characters, but they've really kind of kept that feeling between them. And um, I've enjoyed watching her kind of um, muddle around. I kind of expected her to already be a cop by the because the previews almost made it look like she was a cop, but of course she's an honorary cop <laughs> or not one at all. <laughs> in reality, she, she keeps it. flashing that badge though. <laughs> it's hilarious, right? But so they've kept that dynamic of that she's nobody's really going to res- respect her and nobody's thinks that she should be at the scene of the crime for the most part. But then there's still those um, the detective uh, that he of course thinks she's supposed to be at the, the the scene of the crime and helping out and there's a couple of outlining characters that do but this whole new group of people is now again having to get used to okay why is she even here what is she doing here and so I, I i like that they've kept that aspect of it well and i like that detective ha is now like in her corner like sneaking her in right and mm-hmm. or like you know in episode six he there's this big powwow of everyone and they con their way into letting getting her into this big powwow mm. and all the cops are like why is she here <laughs> you know and and it's just quite amusing but detective ha is definitely on her side now there's yes. no division yeah, whatsoever and so i like that so I that appreciate i can appreciate that they didn't make her a cop because it would change the tone of the show if she was in and i think a lot of the humor that we really enjoy is because she is such an oddball. Right. No, I agree with that. So that leads us to what are the cons? And I would say that the con for me is um, that there are some characters and some aspects of it that uh, I don't think have transitioned. I don't know if that's the right word, but like the cake shop owner, I really miss the um, snack shop, uh, her best friend. They, I mean, they have a logical reason for her not to be there, and they have set it up to where she could come back in um, throughout the rest of the season, at least through the episodes that I've in watched. cameos. She's in, in a cameos, cameo in right. six. Um, but I miss their relationship. I miss that dynamic, and I really enjoyed her character. And then the character that they kind of introduced to replace her is um, the cake shop owner, and... I, her character just kind of, I have a hard time with her. She is somebody who was in a lot of shows right around um, the I Hear Your Voice. And since then, she's kind of physically changed a little bit. I don't know if it's just losing weight or uh, plastic surgery or whatever. But so it, when she's on screen, she's kind of weirds me out a little bit, which is, I think, okay, because they are also trying to convince you that she's suspicious. She may be a part of some of the backstory. So. That part of it, but it's a small thing, though. I think that as long as they keep the focus mainly on the two leads going around trying to solve the crimes and on that, and not so much on the cake owner, I'll be fine. I agree. Um, 
And, and again, I wouldn't even notice her as one of the previous actresses, but she has a very distinctive voice. Yeah. And so it keeps giving me that little like, oh, yeah, that's her. <laughs> you know, um, just it, the visuals with the voice recognition doesn't quite pick up. And it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. I don't hate her. No. I don't love her. I mean, she's just kind of there at this point making cakes. Um, she's kind of a boring character. So it is what it is. Um, so yeah, for me, I miss the, uh, the puppy police boy, the one who was in sassy go, go. I cannot remember his name, but he was just in jugglers and all of that. Um, so I understand that he has, has a pretty busy (laughs) schedule. Yes. He's in three movies. (laughs) He has excuses. He's not trying to avoid you, Jen. He's not trying to avoid you. (laughs) I feel like he deserted us and took his smile elsewhere. There is a bit, his smile is missing. And the, I, I really enjoyed that part. I thought that he added just a little bit of sunshine. And I understand, you know, he just finished Jugglers and apparently he's doing like three movies. But, you know, I mean, I, I think he should just step up and join the cast. <laughs> they, they might have him come in for a cameo. Who needs but... sleep? You don't need sleep. Come do this. No. Jen says so. <laughs> <laughs> So, and for me, the plot is dragging just a little bit. These little side mysteries, like the mystery of the lost ring, is pulling it back. Mostly because I want that romance to advance. I want them to commit to this relationship and stop dancing around each other. So maybe that's just a personal quirk. But also with the expansion of Soul Oak's community, she's not pulling in people quite as well as she did in the first season. And I miss that. I want to see these random people working together to solve something. But maybe we're getting there and maybe I'm just not being patient enough. I kind of like that they're not together yet because those little moments like when she comes down to his room and he's thinking all these seductive thoughts and stuff and really she's just like, I know who the the murderer is or who the <laughs> the person is. And he was all thinking, bow, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> and, or like later on, he's all thinking she's talking about marriage and stuff and like she is not <laughs> at all. She's talking about something completely different and he's talking about um, she's he, talking about going to the police. Yeah, like, yeah, studying. Yeah. Studying, Harmers. yes, going to the study her. classes. <laughs> and he's all thinking she wants to commit to marriage. <laughs> and it's, he's just like, I'm not sure I'm there. I think, again, I think he needs her more than she does. Right? I mean, come on, she just got divorced. She's a free woman for the first time. And I think she's kind of exploring that. Having a little, you know, having her own thing. I think and she'll be fine when like, it eventually happens. Yeah, no. But... She's enjoying not having the in-laws, not having the commitment, not having to pretend to be somebody else. Right. And so, um, so my negative is actually a little bit more on the technical aspect of the thing. I really enjoyed the director in season one. And with season two, we got the same writer, we got the same leads and such, but it's a different director and the tone has changed just a little bit. Um, I feel like they're trying to make it a little bit more slick, more mm-hmm. modern, you know, that feel of like zippy. Yeah, I would it's say very like zippy. zippy. Yeah. yeah. You know, the colors and the action sequences, everything's very zippy, but it lost that um, old fashioned feeling of the first season. Mm-hmm. And I kind of miss that. And I, I know I've seen some people on social media also comment on it. And, and it's a definite negative in my my viewpoint i'll watch it i don't love it as much as the first 
with director wise. Mm -hmm. And so that's my negative. So with that, are we going to keep watching? I definitely am going to keep watching. I my Nancy Drew love and heart. There is not that many characters quite like Solg, and I <laughs> I need her in my life. So and I'm definitely committed to watching as well. Um, there was a slight. I wasn't a huge fan of episode three and four. The mystery and the, the mystery, resolution of that. I wasn't exactly happy. About I it, definitely but, yeah. think that with the modern feel of politics and stuff that's mm -hmm. going on in Korea right now. The writer wanted to make a definite statement about, you know, entitlement and right. all that and rich getting whatever they want. I think they definitely wanted to make a statement with that. I thought it was a little too heavy handed. And, you know, it is what it is. Thankfully, in five and six, they went back to the more traditional tone that we've come to love with this group. And so I was happy with that. So, but yeah, I'll keep watching. And I will too. I just, I love them too much to give up on them. And this is K-Drama Jen. I'm actually not sure. I'm only two episodes in, so I'm not sure I'm going to pick it up right away. Because I am currently bogged down with um, three Chinese dramas. Thank you, k -Mus. Bogged down, obsessed. <laughs> Watched way too many episodes right, in, in one day. In my <laughs> defense, I only heavily promoted one and one of the other ones, like, months ago <laughs> that she never okay, watched that's true <laughs> so i mean you you took them all on at the same time i've promoted okay, them at different yeah, times yeah. <laughs> okay I, i'll just accept responsibility for that <laughs> to be. just, I was just watching... say goodbye to sleep <laughs> yeah you're right okay fine <laughs> so, <laughs> Every single time we podcast together, I always end up picking up the dramas that is that you guys are recommending. So you guys have talked about Queen of Mystery too, so I'm sure that I'll probably end up having to catch up with you. <laughs> I have a whole day tomorrow, so, you know. And with that, I will promote our store and our blog, which is dramaswithasideofkimchi.com. There's our blog for you. And we are at dramas with a side of kimchi at teespring.com and redbubble.com if you want to check out any of our wares uh, Carrie the Machne has been working on some fun t-shirt designs I hear that she has some k-pop inspired t-shirts so I suggest that you check it out and they'll be perfect for KCON which is coming up in June and August this year so all of you going to KCON grab a t-shirt to you know promote your k-drama k-pop pride there you go and you can find us on facebook at dramas with the side of kimchi and at, on twitter we have at kim amber k muse i can do this at kimchi <laughs> drama geek at k-drama jen and at carrie e crawford so look for us there on twitter because the conversation continues we just don't stop talking about dramas and as always, thank you for supporting us in our latest endeavor. Be sure to subscribe to the Pop Podcast for weekly updates and rate us on iTunes. Also, feel free to send us any of your thoughts and feelings about the podcast or even suggestions for possible future topics because we love to hear from our readers and